Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. And I'm Sam Jericho. Hello, people. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. 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 No dude was a headband. He had a uh, family stuff to handle today. Um, sorry about missing last week. Yeah. We had busy. Life's been... Throwing a lot of hammers at yeah, you. Yeah, a little bit. Up is down. Left is right. Big Show gonna... is clean shaved. You, God, he looks, he looks so stupid. Bearded guys should never shave their beards. Well, that's a... <laughs> Everyone's a every guy is a bearded guy exactly. potentially. Yeah, I know. You're just thinking everyone should have a beard? Yeah. You're speaking even to... women. Okay. I come from that like dwarf Lord of the Rings. Okay, so well, yeah, there you if go. you've got hair there, just let it, yeah, go. let it go. Let it breathe. Let it go. Let it flow. So do you think like so it's not just that Big Show looks like King Kong Bundy now? He looks retarded. You think everybody like if Braun Strowman shaved off his face, would he not be as menacing? I've seen pictures of him without a beard, he looks stupid. Do you think John Cena would look cooler with a beard? Yeah, everybody looks better with a beard. Would anyway? Go follow us on Facebook. Not everybody looks. <laughs> yes, better everybody. With a beard. I think Neville's one person. beard looks creepy. Some people don't have enough uh, manliness in their facial hair. Neville looks pretty cool with a beard. Agree to disagree. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. For some reason, go to our website at somewhatnerdy.com. Uh, go follow our other podcast too. Uh, yeah. I am the co-host of a, another podcast called Somewhat Nerdy Radio, mm-hmm. and there's also uh, Future Flicks with Billion, which is a movie review podcast, so go uh, check out those podcast links to it in the show notes page on SomewhatNerdy.com. Uh, it's been two weeks. There's been yeah. a lot of wrestling stuff that we've been doing. I've been to two wrestling shows yeah. since then. You um, were supposed to go to one of them, and you didn't. I went to one. You did? You yeah. went to your first WWE yeah, show? Yeah, I went to my first WWE show. I was... You know what, Chris... How old are you now? You're you're like what, forty seven? <laughs> Close. So, uh, um, yeah, my first WWE show. It was and a live I, event. Live event, uh, SmackDown live event. So I got to see AJ, Kevin Owens, Nakamura, uh, Jinder Mahal, Usos, New Day. I'm sure there's some other ones. There's a lot of other ones. Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte was there, which yeah, I thought was yeah. great. She hasn't been um, on TV because of her dad and stuff, but she was. She's Charlotte, and shows. I got to see um, Lana. Lana, I got to see Lana. I'm glad that I figured out what you were talking about. Yeah, I was uh, you, just for me looking in the air. Lana? Yes, so, Lana. So what was like, so you've been to, um, I don't know if the, if you would call this chronicling your live wrestling experiences. I think you're doing it right. You went to a couple of indie shows in the New Orleans area. Mm-hmm. And then this was your first uh, WWE show, but it Which was... Which is probably better to go to this live event, because I thought my first WWE live show was going to be WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> so... Which is not a bad first That's not a bad first one. Yeah. Um, so what did you think? Did you like the um? What did was it? What you expected? Did you know anything about? You're pretty knowledgeable about. Yeah, I how mean, I, I kind of knew what I expected. I've seen a lot of the, like footage of live footage, uh, yeah. live events and everything. I really think I am a a couch wrestling fan. You are not alone in the South. We I don't like. I I go to a lot of wrestling shows all over. Yeah, and uh, every time I'm at a wrestling show in like Baton Rouge or New Orleans, there's always someone sitting behind me going. Man, this is this is stupid. We should have stayed home. No, I don't think I think I'm taking it stupid because I love. I mean, I really I like, love watching. Wrestling I like going to it. I think I get more. Uh, I want to see stuff so close. So yeah. unless I I was ringside, we could have gotten. Ringside yeah, I know. Tickets. And I'll probably, me and my wife were talking about it, like next time. Next time they do a live, we'll, 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 we'll do we'll do that. Close, we'll but I want to see stuff so close up because I feel like you miss so much being so far away. And yeah. not that we were really far away. Um, it's not like the Wildcat show. Wildcat show, no, no matter where you're at in the 
uh, gym. I think knows. You're all. a gymnasium. It's a small venue, small. so it's intimate. Yeah. Uh, the NXT, the full sale sh- uh, environment, mm-hmm. is that same kind of where it's very close, intimate, smaller venues, which WWE obviously pulls away from because obviously if you can sell out an arena, so that's for a lot more people. WWE is just such. There's such a disconnect for me being that far away. It was also not a very uh, eventful, eventful show. No. It was well, it's a, it was a house show. It also, I'm pretty and sure, and the it, seats suck in that place too. I forget like, about that. It was a, uh, it felt like it was a tacked on show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they will run through towns and go. Let's just add a, let's add a. We got a free day here. Let's add a live event. I don't know how accurate that is. Right, right, it right. Felt like it wasn't a very. The crowd wasn't very large. I'd say there was what maybe two thousand people there. If that, maybe, yeah, you know. Which because when I walked into the place because I've been there before, I was like, man, that's a it's a decent sized place, not huge, but mm-hmm. it's big. Baton Rouge River, Raising Cane's River Center. So I walked in and I'm like looking at all the empty seats. And I'm like, man, and we got there what like 30 minutes before, something like that. Yeah. Some reason in my head, I'm like, all these seats are gonna be filled. Mm-mm, no. Yeah. And then there what 45, 50 percent of the seats were filled, maybe. That's apparently been a big problem with the. That's where they get most of their money from. They do the strip down shows. shows where they don't have any of the sets. They don't have this large of a crew. Yeah, but it seems like um, that. Like I'm like I'm starting to do the math in my head for all the people that are there. Yeah, and you it's take still a, a production team. Yeah, pay for them talent that go to the show. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you comp- you haven't been to a raw though, so you you have no idea how stripped down a live event show is. Oh, really? Compared to. Their TV tape, it's, it's, it's like night and day. Oh, the TV shows, I realize that's completely different, yeah. I, uh, I, they can't be making money on doing the, the TV show stuff. Well, like, I mean, the, the, they, the recording. Com- comparatively to, to what they bank on the mm-hmm. live events, no, because they make, I you know, that's where they make most of their money, because they stripped all the costs from everything mm-hmm. else. They only recently started adding Trons even to the front. People oh, really? through a black curtain most yeah. of the time. Um, but it's weird also just... They had just, an inflatable uh, Budios box. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that was for the, nice. For the new day. Um, <laughs> it was literally up for 30 seconds. I went to a, uh, a TNA house show maybe four years ago. Okay. Uh, it was during the Aces and Eights angle. That's all I remember. That's how, however long ago that was. I think that was about four years ago. I don't know what that uh, is. The only guy there, <laughs> so you don't you no, know. Aces and Eights was a, was a, like a NWO, like, faction taking over a tna yeah where bully ray was revealed to be the leader okay and resulted in him being coming champion okay doesn't no that sound exciting no it doesn't but go um, ahead continue anyway so uh we went to a house it, tna doesn't do didn't do a lot of touring from what i understand they still don't because when i went to one of those they did it um somewhere in mississippi um they drew maybe i don't know 500 people really yeah they, they, it was an arena, but um, it was just like just the floor seats. There's maybe two or three people at most even sitting in the stands. What? Yeah. You so, think accidentally they would sell more tickets. So then that just is why they don't do it. Because if you can't draw, then it's just a waste of money. Mm. They, that's been their the biggest stick problem. Their... Did you just, you just told me that you, uh, are they up for sale so, again? So yeah, this is, uh, even the... <laughs> This is TNA or is this Global Force Wrestling? Global Force TNA, global whatever for- whatever their name is right now. Jeff Apparently Jarrett's is, company. Yeah, they're about to get it put back up for sale. So. Why? I don't know. I um, thought the whole point, that doesn't even... Yeah, because Global Force was... Absorbed TNA, I thought. Absorbed TNA, but apparently that is getting... 
So here's what I think is happening. And like Global Force took over this, and this thing is way worse off than what they thought. And they're like, Maybe. we need to get out of this yeah. now. But does that mean that like Global Force is also for sale? No, I think Global, is Force, like their, is, their Global Force is trying to sell TNA. But what does that mean? Like the TV I don't time? Know. I have no Impact idea. Impact Wrestling? Impact I don't, Wrestling? I, I, don't, I don't know. All I know is like... Apparently, the, they need to. It's the word a, has been put out that they, they need brand. to get they need to rid just, of it. If if they took all the guys from there and just left and went with somewhere else, and it was just completely repackaged. Mm. If you the second you say TNA or Impact to me, I just it's groan. Yeah, I don't, don't want to watch, watch, watch it. Regardless and, of if it's good. And I've been trying to like just catch some of the the, the highlight on yeah. uh, YouTube. Yeah, and even that's kind of a chore to get through. Yeah, it's just it's just not good. I mean, I like Eddie Edwards. I like him as as that they're pushing him. Um, he just who won. just showed up recently. Um, Jim Cornette's on there now. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. That's who. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Yeah, but who cares? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. It's just they just sad when that's the most interesting developments that are going around. You have Jeff Jarrett. Like Del Rio there. lost the belt because of uh, stuff that happened in his personal life. Yeah, that's about the the, the most. Of, yeah, that's it. I know. So they're back up for sale. I feel like that we can get enough money up to buy the freaking thing at the no, moment. And it's weird because you know that people recognize the the presence of the brand. Yeah. Everyone, all of their world champions have been coming to WWE over the last few years. Mm-hmm. You had Sting finally showed up. Kurt Angle's back. But then like Samoa, Samoa Joe, Joe, AJ yeah. Styles, Bobby Roode, Eric Young, Austin Aries for a little while all sh- are all in WWE. They've Aries, lost a I lot of their big gonna, guys. Uh, New Japan. Good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. So, I mean, if that happens, I just... I don't want to say it. I liked early TNA. Early, early what TNA. Probably needs to happen is WWE just goes ahead and bites the bullet to get the back catalog so they can add it to the to WWE, the WWE network. network. That's yeah. that's probably what needs to happen. That's what I would like to happen. Because yeah. I would like to watch all that stuff, but I'm not going back you and don't trying have to find time TNA. To, you don't have time to watch that. I don't. That There's so much stuff You don't watch right anything. Now. You don't watch NXT. I do. You're, you say you're I going watched, to start I watched watching NXT it because last of week. Did you watch yeah, it last week? Yeah. Did you the like whole it? NWO. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, uh, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, Adam Cole. Do you have to say baby now? Like, is that like his official last name? Is the Cole problem his is middle every name? time I say Adam Cole, if I baby. don't say it out loud, I say it in my head. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like, exactly. Oh, so. um, well, yeah, they're definitely doing the whole like we're gonna come in and f- up. Yeah, and then we're gonna leave. Yep, and we're gonna wear you know this. Well, uh, well, William Regal just walks around like, like with a blind his, rage. Yeah, <laughs> pulling his hair out. Which is and... great. Um, but no, yeah, I, what, I really like Drew McIntyre. Um, yeah. He was on Chris Jericho's podcast last week. Okay. And listening to him, that dude's he's he's a stand up dude. So uh, I'm more I liked him before. I liked him when like uh, I watched a bunch of his what culture stuff. Okay. Yeah, when he was champion for them for a while. Yeah. Um, he did a lot of stuff with Evolve. Yeah, he um, sure did. When I was in uh, Orlando for WrestleMania weekend, he had a match. He with, talks about uh, that weekend with uh, Matt Riddle, where he just murdered him. That was an inclination to me that maybe he was uh, might be going back. Yeah. I think there were rumors around yeah. that he might be signed with. WWE he showed up the in the audience. He talks about that on the Chris Jericho podcast. He said he pretty much had like fifteen matches over yeah. that weekend. Um, pretty much every show he didn't say no to. He's yeah. like, because he knew this might be Because he wanted to get last, all of his stuff out. That's his what I'm last saying. time. He did a bunch of table spots with Matt Rowe. Like, ridiculous, right. like a pile driver outside through table spots, which just seem unnecessary mm. for, like, a, a midnight show kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, he's like, he did he all sh- that, and he gets a phone call. He says, uh, somewhere right in the middle of the day, and they're like, Triple H says you need to be in the audience for the NXT okay. show. Oh. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So he finishes last show, 
gets into the car, drives, he's taking a shower, like, you know, this is a slut bath yeah. in the car, gets his suit uh, while he's there, walks directly into a seat, films his little, oh, and Drew Galloway's in the audience, yeah. and then he leaves. Yeah. And that was his, that was his first time I, back at WWE. It's crazy how, um, I'd say, okay, so WrestleMania 28, I went to my first Ring of Honor show. And at the time, that was the only indie show in the area that I was aware of when I went to that. That's WrestleMania 28. WrestleMania 30 happens, and there's like a bunch of them all around. Then I went to a few. I went to Evolve. I went to um, Dragon Gate USA, some Ring of Honor shows. The Ring of Honor ones sold out, but a lot of the other shows, the smaller ones, which had like Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet, mm-hmm. top build matches um, today, it's just, I don't know if it was that no one really knew about them, the circulation of when they were doing the shows wasn't as high that they weren't the crowds weren't as into strong those? as those shows. They just no, it wasn't that they weren't oh, into okay, them, okay. that they didn't they didn't have a lot of draw. Um gotcha. So right yeah, after you mentioned that, that card now. I know that's what yeah. I'm saying. Um then uh WWE put out that they were gonna like I don't know how they could say this where they were gonna put a band that no one could run wrestling shows within like five hundred miles yeah, of WrestleMania where it yeah. was, which I don't know if that if they did that for thirty one, I didn't go to thirty one. I didn't hear anything about that. Well, they kind of embraced it. But they dropped it. Now, it. They, they 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 completely turned around and decided to embrace it. So then, by the time thirty two and thirty three this year happened, it's just it's not WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania Wrestle weekend, weekend because yeah. WrestleMania is there. But it's just wrestling weekend. You they don't have... understand because they had a bandit going. Well, it's like well, if people go to these shows, they're not going to come to WrestleMania. No, it doesn't make any sense. Well, I think it was just them being petty in that. People are making money off of their presence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the guys selling Saints t-shirts that aren't official Saints license are super dumb. But I went to half the shows, not because I didn't want to, but because you just can't go. They do three shows running all at the same time. I bring it up because I was going to say, uh, you have Have you watched the, the Mae Young classic? I have I watched the f- first episode. Okay. I think it's the only thing I've watched so far. I haven't had time this week, so. Yeah. Um, it's good. I, I, I like it. It's really good. I, I was worried when they said they were going to film them all ahead of time that I was, I've been lucky enough that I, I didn't know, get any spoilers. I know who the last two are. I just watched it so yeah. we can talk about it. Okay. Um, Shayna and, uh, and Kyrie. Yes. Which is awesome. Yeah. It's it's crazy because right at the beginning I was like I think you asked me didn't you ask me that in the last podcast if I might have yeah yeah I think it was no sort of two people and I'm like I can't say anything yeah. you were like no don't tell me well, it was like one of the four horsewomen and Kyrie saying right. I was like those are the clear in my opinion favorites and they're both on opposite sides of the bracket so they should clearly be the ones that go over but someone that really stood out to me is was Tony Storm who I saw with Progress in Orlando for WrestleMania 33 this past okay. weekend Progress is the that British promotion, which has only been around for a few years, okay. That uh, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne and um, Trent oh yeah, Seven okay, from, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, they work with Matt Riddle and Zack Saber Jr. Um, uh, they're known for what they with uh, British strong style. They're mm-hmm. very um, old school but stiff British wrestling, which is just great. And Tony Storm was their first women's champion. Um, so she stood out to me in this competition. I can't... There were a bunch of people in the competition that really stood out to me as people that I think that they need to sign. They had a couple of girls that I know that they had in developmental. Mm-hmm. But um, when you go back, she she really sh- stood out to me as someone. She had a match with Piper Nevin near the end, which was phenomenal. I'm going to watch it. Um, it. It's that I really need to watch, and I really need to watch Southpaw. 
Oh I'm my not god, that's not on the network. Ball. But I mean, yeah, it is I don't know why it's not on the network. They need to just make that a series. I need god. to get. I, I love the first season. I guess that's what yeah. we're gonna call it. Um, but that's something I want more of. And I don't know why I haven't sat down and watched it because they're not even that long, right? They're like no, five they're minutes. Like, yeah, they're you know short little tip. They're like they're they're essentially just WWE does Adult Swim. You know, <laughs> is what it feels like. So they're also short and it works and it's it feels like I'm you know in a in a stupor whenever i'm watching them like i'm not fully awake they're so weird so the other thing that we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast there was a uh, wildcat wrestling show yeah there was a wildcat wrestling weekend, show that i weekend, missed which you yeah. missed um me and philip missed that one right yeah no philip nobody showed up well they had so there was the lsu game which i think was supposed to happen in houston which obviously it yeah, couldn't yeah for um you know terrible reasons so they moved and... it to the superdome but there was something else going on that night all I, all I know is I saw a bunch of people wearing purple and gold everywhere I went. Okay. Yeah, so how was the Wildcat show? It was great. It felt like a um a sleeper hit where it um I hate that I miss it and like a bunch yeah. of cool stuff happens. Well, so they take a break from their family shows during the summer where they do their X-rated show. They went to Philadelphia this year, did the big ECW Arena show, then they did the Shamrock show which you went to where um i drank Mr. way Kennedy too much and sandman and yeah. all that kind of crazy stuff happened um so this was their first show with what i guess is their core audience the the family metairie area where they hadn't done a show in three months or so so i wasn't sure what to expect sometimes it's like if there's a dry spell people are either really clamoring to get back in or they kind of get out of the habit so the first show back might not draw as as, as strong as you'd think they had a lot of people there it wasn't a small amount, but right, it wasn't right. as as packed of an arena as I gotcha. expected it to yeah. be. But then their big show, their I guess their year end event, the Revolution Rumble, is the next show in November. Okay, so I gotta make sure I don't miss that one. No, you can't miss yeah. that one. That's the one. All the best matches you've seen from them is usually from that show. That's kind of their payoff show. Because of that, I thought it was weird because they had they only have two championships and they both changed hands on the same show at the sh- at this event instead of the one in november which was shocking it wasn't bad it was just i kind of couldn't believe it uh all, so you stevie know. richards had the main belt yeah stevie richards has been champion for almost a year and, and then he, he dropped it to jay spade jay which spade. is great because jay spade's one of their one of the students like a you know a wildcat original kind of guy gotcha so and you know, stevie great richards for him, you know, great know him that's the yeah Censored guy from WWF a long time ago. He came out to Eye of the Tiger dressed in all red. Yeah, but he did that at the uh, X rated show. It was ridiculous. Long winded introduction. That's awesome. He he did this great thing where he said that he's the only ECW alumni to pass his drug test. Something (laughs) ridiculous like that, uh, which was hilarious. That's that's, that's Um, good. Which is great because I'm, I'm pretty sure Rob Van Dam was there in the back, oh, probably really? laughing his yeah. ass off. Katie Forbes was there, which you you've still never seen Katie Forbes, no, which is it. crazy. She's yeah. got blonde hair now, which would have been you know who I'm really mad I didn't get to see who? Hurricane Helms. Oh, dude, he had his custom championship. Everyone was freaking out that he was there. I I didn't think. I mean, I loved Hurricane. I loved Hurricane when they were he was at Attitude Era stuff. So. Yeah, he was at the first wrestling show I ever went to in person. Really, and um they it's weird we when i sat down was with my folks and my did brother. he do pictures and stuff yeah all God. kinds of stuff yeah you i'm did. really i'm really mad about that all the people everybody takes pictures yeah i know the only person that didn't was brian kendrick which really upset me because i always he was there for like at every show for about a year oh really and never did never came out yeah. yeah small story hurricane 
the first wrestling show I went to was a SmackDown back in 2001. And they, when they did Hurricane's entrance, they had like a spotlight where it made like his like his bat signal, but the hurricane signal, where yeah. it was an H with like a big spiral around it, like a hurricane. And I don't know if it was that it was new. I, I don't remember them ever using it before this show, so it must have been a new equipment that they were using. So they were testing it for like an hour before the show. Like the whole time, you just kept seeing the hurricane logo all over the place. And then the second match, uh, Crash Holly comes out, and everybody is really excited and happy to see Crash Holly, big baby face. He was a baby face at the time. And then finally, the hurricane's music, you know, the stand back, there's a hurricane coming through, comes over. And then that signal finally comes on, and you can feel the audience, like, everyone was just like, oh, this is the guy that goes to that, to all these effects that we've been, like, primed for for an hour. So everyone freaks, like, way more than I've thought they should have been. Now all of a sudden Crash Holly's a heel, because everyone's clearly rooting for the hurricane. And it was the first conversation I ever had with my uh, dad about wrestling, because he didn't like it. He brought me, because I was a kid that wanted to go Mm -hmm. see it. He was like, so why do they, I thought everyone liked him five minutes ago. I was like, I don't know. Pete, wrestling fans are fickle. I don't know how to. Oh, he. Um, which one called it? Yeah, uh, hardcore. Hardcore Holly was there. Yeah. yeah. How was that? Um, he was great. He was. It was in a um tag match, wasn't a it? Fatal four way tag mm. match. Which Pump Patrol? Johnny Flex won. Why? Again, yeah. <laughs> Throwing a roll. Who did he uh, pin? Luke. No, it wasn't Luke. I think he might have pinned Lancey or. To be honest, I actually don't remember no. who he pinned. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm bummed out. I missed it. I'm having to kind of like live through pictures because I found out. Uh, Steve Richards lost the belt because I saw a picture of Jay Spade posing with the belt. Yep. I'm like, well, he's either posing with the belt or he won it. What is your What is your policy on? Do you find it diff? Right. I okay. So right now I'm during a, I'm doing a fast on Facebook. I'm not getting on my Facebook mm-hmm. because it's just too much. I know too many wrestling fans. I know too many people. There's just too much. It's not even about the negative. It It's mostly about the negativity that people can't do anything but complain. I just don't want to open up my phone for the day and just see nothing but people complaining about things. But then it's also that I don't want to know everything. I want to be in the dark about some things. Well, I wanted to know about the, the well, uh, no, I know that, But show. like you, you could have waited until when? 10 seconds, November, 10 seconds after it happened. We could have talked about it here. Yeah. We could have talked, looked at it the next day. No, I'm fine but with But imagine that. if you didn't want to know, like, you know, well, if you didn't want to know, you do exactly what you're doing. Don't go online. But it's just, that's people fair. are always yeah. going to want to talk about it, and they're posting it because they want to talk about it, so they're looking for other people to talk about it with. So if you don't want to talk about it, don't go on. But it's just like, how come every social media platform is now a forum, I guess is my point. Like, that used to be something where you could go in, to specific... It's in the name, social media. Well, no, I know that, but it's just, it doesn't seem like there's any limits. Nothing is off limits at any time. It's the internet. The internet shouldn't have limits. Don't go on. Limits. Okay, well, yeah, that's kind of well, that's kind of where I'm at because I do just... the same thing because I go through periods where I completely delete my Facebook app. But I'm like, you... I'm not going, I'm not going on, and it's not to, because I don't want to deal with wrestling fans. It's because I don't want to deal with internet. Yeah, but do you think that would you say that you enjoy wrestling more or less with as much knowledge about the product that you do now, whether you have any input into it or not? Like the second something like before. Like they'll, I'll hear plans for someone's push, 
and then they won't do it on TV, and then everyone's upset that they're ruining someone because they heard about something that happened that was never acknowledged at all on the program. I try really hard not to do, um, like, the dirt sheet yeah. promotion, you know, oh, this could happen, or this is who's going to win SummerSlam, or whatever. I try really hard not to listen to that. But if I do, I take it as nothing. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah. So, like, Roman was supposed to win, you know, the past five uh, pay-per-views, and he doesn't. So that's kind of where I go with it. I, I don't I don't really care. I don't try to pay attention to that. But do you think that, like, if you watch an event with no knowledge going into it, that you can enjoy it more because you can you can suspend your belief more that you don't know what's going on? Like, when you're – like, let's take the Mae Young Classic. There was 32 women in that. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyrie Sane had a lot of hype going into it. Um, Shayna Baszler, being the, with the MMA background that she had, had a lot of hype going into it as well. So you have the first round, you're watching a tournament, you have someone, just you know that they're a big star fighting someone who you don't know at all, you kind of just can assume that the big star will win, because they're not going to knock out someone, you know, so, you know, like, the more you know wrestling, the more you can already see things coming before they happen, without any knowledge at all. That's without anyone telling you that Kyrie Sane's going to go all the way to the end, which they both did. Do you think that it's it's... That we just know too much. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're like, always going to know. Well, I mean, like, do you enjoy much. a wrestling match more when you don't know who's going to win? I look at every wrestling match without knowing who's going to win. Well, I know you don't know who's going to win. They don't tell you directly, right? Like, on can you figure it out in your head if by what w you what you do your playbook of just knowing wrestling so much and watching for so long? You, yeah. You sometimes always know exactly what's going to... Well, I say that, and you never win the belt. Yeah, that's what, uh, I have it right you now. You have it right now, right but... Now. Um, <gasps> so... Shine it up. It's nice. I don't... You can't You can't turn that off, now. That's what I'm saying, yeah. So but it doesn't really... Once you know something, you it doesn't, can't it doesn't, it. it doesn't matter. You still enjoy it for the product that's getting put out there, and that's kind of how I think about it. There are times when I'm... Me and you just talked about it on this podcast. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. I don't like this because they should be doing X, Y, and Z. And then you explain to me why X, Y, and Z can't happen because this is what something happened in the past. Yeah. And you already have a predetermined what's yeah. going to happen, which most of the time is right. And then you're like, oh, look at this. Do you think that wrestling should adapt for that awareness, though? Because wrestling has always been the, has kind of done the do same thing. But it's evolved to the point where there's such a strong fan base that's growing more and more with such a strong knowledge base that do you not think that wrestling i mean the indies have that wrestling has changed do you think that it's going to keep changing to a point where it adapts to that very thing where people know so they play off of that very fact uh yeah because you can look at somebody like the uh like the young bucks yeah they use it exactly so which i think is why i don't like the young bucks it's not it's not even that i don't dislike them it's that i always feel like they're playing off of me directly and don't play off of like in the bubble of the wrestling match. Yeah, they're definitely playing off to us. You know. Yeah, and I like them for that now because it's different. So I don't know. Other in, weird indie thing. We'll, we'll stay on the indie thing before we go to the break. Uh, sexy star broke somebody's freaking arm in the yeah, ring. Yeah, what the hell? So I was listening. I was listening to Jim Cornette talk. Yeah, about that's it, how who I, I was listening to too. Well, I don't. So. You know, it's I heard about it before that, but it's just I liked. I didn't we, go search out the video until Jim Cornette talked about it. Well, it was so weird because his take on it stood out to me because he brought up the fact that he couldn't think of a scenario like this publicly acknowledged where, yeah. where it happened that way. Which is a weird thing that, you know, people go off, people shoot yeah, on each other, gotten, people like, give people real, receipts like, real and, and fist, stiff. Real fist fights and um, stuff in the ring has happened before. But nobody, 
Especially I, like, in a women's match. And no time, and he was right, because I, I even went and looked it up. Like, a wrestler purposely hurts, so not a wrestler. Yeah. There is no time I've seen somebody give somebody else their body. Yeah. And then that person purposely hurt them. You're right. I've, that's an, Yeah, that perspective on it, that... Like I've seen, you've seen people where like they get a fist fight. off, and they get in a yeah, fight yeah, yeah, where they yeah. just they just throw their gloves off and they start really hitting. And that's on each fine. Other. It's two dudes get mad enough for that that can happen. But this is different. Where it's like, it's here, like hey, take, I take power this. bomb me. Don't drop me on my head. Oh, you dropped me on my head on purpose after I trusted you. Yeah, that's so f-ed up. And it's weird that there's been no precedent that people get injured all the time. Yeah. And the story after it always happens is always it's accidents happen. They oh, were apparently, cool. this is not. This was not no, that scenario. Not. This is the first time where someone so, was like, "We're through everybody backwards." Like, well, hey, if she says that you did it on, you know, what's wrong well, with you? Well, she's even saying that, like, she said dude, she got over into it. What makes it really bad is this is Rosemary and Sexy Star. Rosemary yeah. is the one who got her arm. Uh, Sexy Star leaves the arena like the second after the match leaves happens. Really? See, Does I it? haven't seen any of the footage. So, no, no, no. I, I've read about this on... Um, this, is, this was at Triple Mania. I can't remember where I read the set, but uh, Conan was there. Okay. Yeah. Had to go drive to pick her up, told her to get your ass back in the car, drove her back, and was like, you have to apologize. Yeah. Or your career is over. I know. He's like, this is a big deal. Apparently, she said sorry, kind of half-assed, and walked back out the door. So now she is being blacklisted by every single independent, and she's a big person on uh, um, um, on Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground. She was their champion. So she, was the, uh, she made a lot of waves as being a woman yeah. who became a male dominated yeah. their world champion. So uh, if you're gonna purposely hurt somebody, because I watched the video and the first time I watched it, I was like, well, I mean, was she trying to? But then when you start hearing out all the story, you're like, yeah, she was trying to, you know, up the girl's arm. It just seemed it's so. It's a weird it's thing. It's a weird thing to watch because you watch wrestling and go, "Oh, I know those two dudes know each other in real life. It, I know I, those dudes are looking like they're hurting each other, but they're not trying to because yeah. you know they, their first they're thing not trying is to like, injure each other. That's yeah. what you're saying about hurt. It's weird. It, right, there's right, a right. difference between injuring someone and hurting someone. Everything they're doing, doing hurts. Hurts. But they're it's, not trying to maim somebody. Yeah, exactly. It's and not malicious. Did, it's not truly malicious. Because you always hear the stories of the wrestlers that do hurt somebody and how terrible they feel about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, there's what keeps coming to my mind is the Owen Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the yeah, pile yeah, driver yeah, yeah. that happened where he broke his neck. And um, people gave Owen a lot of grief because he didn't apologize to Stone Cold right afterwards either. Um, but stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a terrible scenario, but with what happened with sexy star but it's weirdly kind of affirming to me that it seems to be unprecedented which is such a great thing to be true yeah that this business has been around for so long and it seems and i'm sure this un- kind of stuff happened like back in old days i mean and stuff maybe like that. but it's good that like there's such a respect among nobody all the performers, nobody can figure out one story you know, like about this. i'm putting my life in your hands you're putting your life in mine so we I trust innately you, trust, you trust each me, other yeah. because we both want to get out Don't of this. Don't break my arm. Yeah. Make it you look know. like it hurts. And Oh, and, wait, you snapped my arm off. And there is no room to, to have any kind of wish way about that at all. No, because so. like my, my fear would be is like like she, she was somebody that stood out with me because she yeah. and Alusha on the ground and I've seen her yeah. in some triple A stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, she wrestles the dudes. That's awesome. Like, I'd like yeah. to see her live one day. That'd be cool yeah. during WrestleMania weekend or somewhere. I don't want to watch her hurt somebody. Even the ridiculous, um, uh, when Matt Hardy left WWE and came back and they put him into a feud with Edge right after 
he and Lita had broken up and they had a lot of real heat that they decided to turn into a storyline. They still were They safe. weren't pulling punches. Yeah. But I've heard uh, Edge talk about it later where they did a spot in that angle where there was a cage match where Matt Hardy was going to leg drop off the cage onto Edge. And, they, and it's a crazy spot where he's just like, I know we have our differences and there's a lot of heat going on, but I, there's no one I would trust more. To do this, to do this spot yeah. to me, and that's an in, that's a camaraderie that you can't take away. That's just so innate that it's just it's horrible to think that it's been broken in any way. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break. We're gonna talk, come back, and talk about the uh, John Cena and Roman Reigns. Oh, you're uh, excited promo. about that, I bet. Um, and then we're gonna talk about the things that have been happening on Raw and SmackDown. So uh, we'll be right back. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. You know, this is going to be like the first time ever that we open up the second part of the podcast with Roman Reigns and it actually means something. Well, I don't know if that's it's true. Topical. Everything it's about topical. Roman How about Reigns that? is, is, it's, is This important. is a little bit more topical than just us just talking about Roman Reigns. This is what happens when you decide we're not going to do a show for a week. Is that Roman Reigns has... I don't even know how to react to it because it was so weird not talking to you about it right afterwards that I didn't feel like I wanted to really listen to anybody else. I want to talk to you about it first. So I don't really even know what the internet is buzzing about it. Yeah, I know I, that I've, I've seen people saying that Cena buried Roman Reigns. I don't think I don't. I, I don't think that's feel what like it, was. it came off that way. Um, okay, my initial thoughts. We're talking about the this is the one that happened. The Roman Reigns two John weeks ago. Cena confrontation two weeks ago. So their first their it, contract signing. Yeah, was that the contract signing? It was a contract signing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. John Cena the night after SummerSlam shows up on Raw, says he wants to fight Roman. So the next week they decide to make a match at No Mercy. Which everyone's confused about. It's got to be setting up something else. Like Samoa Joe's going to run in or it, the Undertaker. It's going to be some... It has to be something like that. It doesn't make any sense for it to just be a clean... Someone beats the other person. Unless someone's turning heel. It's got to be the catalyst for something. Yeah. I Like I keep trying to... Like when it was just happening, I, I kept trying to wrap my brain around it. And it, actually, this is the only thing I, I messaged you about it. I was like, why aren't they saving this for Mania? It's because it has to be... Like when it's Mania or... SummerSlam, those are big built-up events. So when whatever the decision that happens at it, you can continue it if you want to, but you can kind of just leave it as that because it was a big show, it was a big payoff. 
this guy beat that guy. It sucks that Baron Corbin didn't get any return after John Cena, but no one seems to care about that no, at no all. Cares. Because it was SummerSlam, it built up to whatever it is, and now it's over. No Mercy, now it's being built up like a crazy show, is not that kind of a show. No Mercy will end. Some will have won. Someone will have yeah, lost. Yeah, you say that. We have a Brock Lesnar match. We have a John Cena match. I, okay, let's go back to the actual promo. Okay, so so John wants to fight Roman. They start using just basically internet, purposefully trolling, you know, all the kind of inside terminology that they can. To the point where I'm concerned that a lot of people watching didn't know what they were necessarily even talking about. Or do you think that that's, that, that would be an issue? I, I don't I don't think so. I, I think they were purposely going after the guys like us you know the smart marks yeah but that's my uh, point is that there are a lot of people that don't know you know heel turn you know there was a lot of like kind of little sub lines that john cena threw in there uh, people are smart enough i think now that they understand most of that yeah um here here's a cena is and we talked about it on the podcast before he's okay in the ring <laughs> yeah He's, he's he's had too many good rivalries, too many great matches. I don't think we need to talk yeah. about that Cena sucks anymore. No. He's good on the mic. Yeah. Roman is not known for being good on the mic. See, this is this is where your I like Roman comes. Roman Reigns is not good on the mic. He's not. He's it's not. It's not that he's not known for being good on he's the mic. He's not good he's on the mic. He's terrible on the microphone. This was not bad. This was the best thing he's done. This is it took the, him five years to cut a good promo. Mostly because I think there, other than his pause that uh, where, where he, he forgot, lost what he was saying, which was fine, and he needs to it learn was how. Not fine. No, 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 no. It was terrible. Yeah. Um. And John Cena's, you know, good enough to like just carry that on. I hate. So we talked about this during the Kevin Owens Goldberg um, rivalry. I guess you could call it a rivalry. Um, <laughs> I hate it when. Baby faces in WWE, no sell put downs. John Cena took one shot at the very beginning where Roman said, Maybe, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but you're not as big of a deal as you think you are. And then mm-hmm. they shot to Cena and he looked like he was upset by it. And then the rest of the promo, he, he just laughed off everything. He undercut every. So it had no. I wasn't upset about anything that Cena said as much as nothing that Roman dug mattered because. Cena just brushed it off. Like they said that he sucks, and he was like, "Well, everyone says just Kurt Angle sucks, and he's he won a gold medal." And it's like you can't just under. It's defeating the point. Now that was the you know That's that was the point, por- but, that was yeah. the point. But I don't I don't like that at all. Mm. The whole point of the back and forth is to let both men get under each other's skin, so you want them each to fight each other. And John Cena has. That's one thing I really don't like about him with his promos that he always he very rarely. It makes a point when he does let people get under his skin. It happened with CM Punk and it happened with Daniel Bryan. And we saw where those two guys mm. went when people, somebody actually gets under his skin during a promo. Um, yeah. And one of the other things, I, I was wondering how much of this was just coming out of uh, Cena's mouth. I'm pretty sure. I don't think they Nothing. let anybody Nothing. just uh, shoot. It felt like a shoot. It felt like a shoot. But it wasn't. It wasn't at all. Yeah. And everybody was like, well, this is John Cena just going out there off the you know, cuff. And now nah, this is completely written, apparently, from listening yeah. to uh, Meltzer and stuff like this. This was a calculated move to try yeah. to again to do something with Roman. And they're not yeah. sure. He's not sure, Meltzer, what they're doing is it. Because they're definitely moving him into the hill spot of this. It seems like it. He um he interrupted Cena this week. Mm-hmm. 
he keeps bringing up that he retired the Undertaker, which is not a you're not going to get cheers doing respectful. that. <laughs> yeah, he so. keeps doing things that you know he's not going to get cheered mm-hmm. for, like not just ignoring people booing him, but doing things to provoke mm-hmm. boos, which is it's that a is heel. a heel. You know, like so it's weird where it's like, is he is he a heel? Or is he just Roman? Well, if you—that's can... what they always say now. Well, well if Roman is like it's in the middle ground. I don't here's... think nobody wants Roman in the middle ground anymore. Well, that's the only thing that to me promotes him as being a he, uh, not a heel, is the commentary t- team reminding you that he's a babyface. When yeah. Michael Cole yeah, yeah, puts yeah. somebody over, they talk about how the WWE universe is split on him, all this stuff. If you mute the commentary and you just watch it based on the actions and the way people retaliate, Roman Reigns has been heel all year yeah, yeah. since the Royal Rumble. He's Braun is the babyface in their, in their rivalry somehow. Like Braun had like a um uh, an interview backstage this week, too. I know. Which is just weird. I don't want to hear the man talk. I like... He was fine. Well, no, he, like, he did a good job, but I just don't want to hear him talk. I just want to see him destroy stuff. And scream at people. Well, that's it. So, okay. So when Brock Lesnar debuted in 2002, Paul Heyman was with him right from the get-go. Right. Because he was not good at talking. And so he didn't speak at all for like six months. Oh, he grabbed the microphone last week too. When he finally, when Brock Lesnar finally spoke for the first time, there was a really bad reaction because Braun's, I mean, Brock Lesnar's speaking voice does not match his presence. He's not a bad speaker, but I think it's just... You expect, on the flip side, which is what I'm going to say, is that Braun Strowman's voice a sounds like him. the most terrifying <laughs> yeah, thing. <it> does. <laughs> so I don't mind when he does it when he speaks because him, you I just, just want keep him it simple. And he, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. all. Uh, so just back say to, I'm not finished with you and just keep hurting people. Going back to Roman, um, the the he didn't do that good last week. This week, I think he did a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. When he's... You can tell when... Because I've seen Roman enough like real interviews. When he's being himself... Yeah. It's a whole lot better. Well, yeah. I mean, they're not making them say all those stupid things. Mm -hmm. It's a whole lot better. But it's weird because, speaking of Brock Lesnar, is that you've got guys like Brock Lesnar, you've got guys like Goldberg, guys that have been pushed strong, heavy at the top that were not strong speakers, that had a mouthpiece, things like that. So I think it's not fair. Like, clearly Roman isn't strong suited to doing that. And I think that's the problem. I think that's why people dislike him more. That's more proof... That he's a bootleg John Cena is that he's not strong at doing that and they could fix it, but instead they want him to do that because they want him to just be able to fill all of the shoes that John Cena has. And John Cena is a strong speaker. Roman Reigns just isn't. And I don't think he's, so was his cousin The Rock. He's just not that kind of a performer and that's not a bad thing. I don't, I don't, it doesn't make sense why they would not play to all of his strengths. They did it at first. When he was in the Shield, they didn't let him talk at all, and everyone loved him. Then they started making him talk about suffering succotash, and people turned on him, and they don't understand what happened. Since then. So, yeah, I know. Move it more in line with the the Roman Reigns we're seeing right now. Mm -hmm. Let the dude be himself, because he's kind of a dick. I haven't had a problem with Roman... All yeah, yeah, year, I know. Which is I'm, crazy. This is more talking to other people because I'm the I guy that was at the Royal Rumble 2017 that was like was mad at first because I just wanted Kurt Angle to show up, but loved that Roman Reigns was number thirty because it was such a f- you to everybody, which is such a which is what I'm saying. Like the whole playing on the people being smart to the business now that people are upset that they're using ways that are unconventional to upset the audience. When if all of your heels are being cheered and all of your baby face, if no one's, how do you get people to be booed? You need people to get booed 
And if having Roman Reigns behave the way he is is getting him booed, then they need to go with that. So move him to himself. Like I was saying, he's a dick, like in real life. He's kind of a cocky dude. I've heard that he's very nice. No, no, no. Like he's nice guy. But yeah. he, he he can be cocky. He can be kind of a dick. He That's says more to like his exactly personality. Yeah. Play to his personalities. Stop making him say stupid. Yeah. That's, well, that's, like, that's number one. That's number one now. They got to get like... But how do you... Every, see, that's the problem is that how do you... That's implying to make WWE cool and WWE is innately wanna, trying to not be cool. I don't want to be cool. I just don't want him to say stupid shit. That's, but that's, but that's w- where I'm done right there. WWE like, I, makes everybody... That's what I'm saying though is that John everybody Cena says stupid always says stupid shit, but he makes it work. They go like, well, if John can do it, we well, should have everybody else do it. I know that. Yeah. But I also think that John Cena's stupid shit is stupid too. I don't like... Yeah, I don't I like... Too goofy poop jokes and i don't like the whole undercutting everyone has to have a every babyface promo has to have where they have some stupid nickname for whatever guy that they're referring to now which is why i think they're gonna have to turn gallows and there's and uh babyface because they're like hey i like it when they call people nerds let's make this let's have them call the bad guys nerds Get with someone f- backstage i'm sure oh that them. happened last week too we almost got like a uh, a bullet club reunion yeah in the they almost too sweeted each other well there was a too sweet chant this week that it's not that they're baby faces it's just that there's only so many teams on raw but they might be pushing them in that direction which would be cool whatever before we move on you know so roman versus cena who do you think is going to win is there any indication as to where this angle is going is that what's weird about it is that that's kind of just came out of nowhere like i don't i'm glad i don't know i'm not saying i want to know i don't know where it's going to go so i don't know who's going to win yeah because cena, cena goes over end. Yeah, it can't be. This isn't going to be a, like, one saying. and like, done thing. Can you imagine, if like, Cena just Roman goes, just pins John Cena, then that's it, and then they just move on. Like, that wouldn't make any sense. So, and if, but if Cena beats Roman, uh-huh. it's definitely not done, because there's no way they're just going to let Roman... I say that, but Roman loses all the time, and nobody cares. That's what I'm saying. Roman has... Has Roman won on pay-per-view this year? There was he actually a great line. Rumble. He lost to Kevin Owens and in the Rumble. He lost to Braun Strowman in No Way Out. He beat the Undertaker. Oh, I say, has he won this year? He beat the Undertaker yeah, at WrestleMania. But that, That's that a big matter. Win. No, it's Undertaker's gone. Undertaker's not even like a. He's a part timer, like Roman's just complaining about. But he beat the Undertaker. Yeah. See, I I don't care. I don't care. Like it doesn't even piss me off. Like they wanted to piss everybody else off. It doesn't even piss me off. But see, this is what I was saying about about the knowledge hurting the product is that you have a guy who's been only beaten once at WrestleMania in over twenty years, but you're like, yeah, because. It doesn't matter because I know that Roman's protected and the Undertaker's fine is not going to be there. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So before the matches, you're already looking past the match. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Which is what's good about this match happening out of nowhere is because you can't look past the match. You don't know where this is going at all. I have no idea where it's going. And that's a good thing. Yeah, it is good. No, like, I don't want to know where it's going. So then when you're watching the match, you won't know how it's going to happen. So you can just actually invest in it. I can play all, like, the, the things off of my head. Roman wins. Cena, they they make this like a three pay per view match thing. This will not be a one and done thing unless Cena's retiring or something stupid like that. No, which I guess could be. Like, apparently, he's supposed to be leaving to go do some movies right now. But the dude goes and does movies and still wrestles, so I don't even think that's yeah. Even the a Rock big did deal. that for a little while too, and then he um, stopped doing that too. Uh, Cena wins. Roman comes out pissed. I don't know. Turns heel right there because he lost to John Cena. But Cena, I don't think is getting as strong. I mean, he's getting strong reactions. It's just Cena has been is such a as they like to coin, polarizing figure. It's weird to turn someone heel on someone that the entire Nobody crowd isn't hates behind. Already. Right. Well, they don't hate him, but it's just, 
if he turns on him, half the audience will boo, but then the other half that was just booing will then cheer. So that's not well, good the, either. The whole problem was that I think as soon as Roman turns heel in the first place, people are going to start cheering. They need to do it where he just joins with the McMahons, need to come back, and then he just needs to be a corporate asshole. They they need to just do exactly what they did with the Rock. Yeah, just <laughs> rinse and repeat. Yeah, just do the exact I, thing. I, I don't think anybody would complain. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on to. Um, uh, whatchamacallit is off of SmackDown now. Uh, whatchamacallit? Whatchamacallit McMahon. That's, oh, no, that's what his dad called him. Called... No, no, there's two people <laughs> off SmackDown, actually. So there is uh, John... JBL. JBL's gone. Well, JBL... So JBL retired um, back in 2009. And yeah. then was on commentary for a little while. And then he eventually just quit altogether. And was gone for a long time and only came back after King had his heart attack. Right. Where they just needed someone to come in and they decided they reached out to JBL and he came. He had fun. He hasn't needed to do this for a long years. time. Yeah. He's very wealthy. Um so I knew that it's not surprising that he's just like, I'm gonna go focus on my own stuff, you know. So it's just So they moved Corey from Raw? Or is he gonna do no, both? No, he's doing both. Which and I really like. Of course, man. Well, I mean, it's two nights. I like Corey. Two so. nights in a row. And then he's uh, off and he the does, I'm sure he doesn't have the rest of the week off. They used to do it with King. Um, JR was always on Raw. Michael Cole was on SmackDown. And Jerry the King Lawler did color for both really? for a while, for a year, for okay. a few years. Then they did the brand extension where they just kept King and JR on Raw. And they put Taz with Michael Cole on SmackDown, mm. which they had been testing on Sunday Night Heat. No, I really like Corey Graves, so and plus yeah. he's back with Brian. Uh, well, it's with Byron Saxon and Todd Phillips, so it's actually the NXT announced team. Oh yeah, sure is all together, which is what I was saying. So which like, is my favorite yeah. uh, announced team. If you're gonna have a three man booth, those that's a good. And then you get Kevin Owens on color commentary, and then it's just it's NXT perfect. from 2014, <laughs> 15 all over again. Uh, so yeah, they're going. And then uh, there's a bunch of Shane McMahon things going on with Kevin Owens, which you know. Does it take away from the younger talent that Shane so much McMahon's. is on the McMahons? <laughs> well, that's in a way that's always been the WWE. But that's thing. exactly so, one that's like, always been never complained about that. But two, it's if just... I owned a promotion, the main storyline would revolve around my ass all the time. So, but there's nobody that's ever been put with the McMahons in a storyline that then you hear about it later. Well, I say that, but then there was test. But um, but most of the time. It's a sign that they're really behind someone because they're not going to waste their time right, with someone right, they don't right, feel right. has a future with the company. Yeah, and there's Tess. Does that make sense? You're right. <laughs> yeah. um, Tess is really one of the really the only one though, but he was also like a blue chipper that they had high hopes yeah, for. Yeah. Like I said about AJ Styles with Shane at WrestleMania, it's not going to be ignored. You, you're not going to get ignored yeah, that's because not you're with the McMahon. So Kevin yeah. Owens and McMahon, and I and I've said it last time that I like the chemistry that they have together. But it's also just funny when heels are just cutting promos and it's just like, you're right though. Kevin Owens is not wrong. No. He's, I almost, so the show started with like Carmella and James Ellsworth in the ring and then Kevin Owens interrupted them, which is what he did last week. Oh yeah, but and, the, he took and, the referee shirt last week. And he took the shirt, yeah. He's like, he was I'm like, going to referee, get out of the ring. Again. Yeah. Um, where he's just basically doing whatever he wants, assuming that no one's going to mess with him. The, he got like a pop, which I didn't. I almost hoped like they were maybe going to start turning him babyface and they were going to turn Shane heel and have Kevin Owens and don't crucify me for this, but in a stone cold kind of way, which is when he broke his neck with Owen Hart, they, he was so popular. They didn't want to take him off TV, but he couldn't wrestle. So they just had him interrupt people all the time and be a dick to people, which everyone loved. And I think if they did that with Kevin, which they just, there's two weeks in a row where just, because it was weird that he interrupted two heels. He interrupted Aiden English 
last week, and then he interrupted Carmella and James Ellsworth, which is weird that he wasn't get he wasn't getting like heel heat. He was like everyone was like, "Yay, yeah, good. please come out here <laughs> yeah. and stop them from talking," which is just I don't know. I just like Kevin Owens. Uh, so Shane McMahon has been suspended because he put his hands on Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens started talking about his kids. Yeah. Did Roman Reigns or uh, get suspended for running a truck into Braun Strowman in the ambulance? No, no, no. They do things differently on Raw. That's fair. That's different, I well, guess. I can't remember. It might have been King Ross on uh, what, what Culture was talking about. He's like, there's been a McMahon at least every month put their hands on a wrestler. Yeah. Since the dawn of time, they've built storylines around attacking yeah, wrestlers. But like Triple H used to beat people up all the time on Raw. But recently, but the difference, but if you, that is how it comes off immediately, which is why it's not good. Stephanie Mang slaps people in the face. That's like a trademark thing of her. I know, but that's but the point is that that's why it's bullshit. Is that because you know it's bullshit, and the fact that they're reacting to it is supposed yeah, to make yeah, you hate yeah, Kevin more. Because yeah. the idea is. Like yeah, but you, I don't. People it's impossible in, to hate Kevin Owens now. People so. get in fights in real life all the time, and anytime anyone ever gets into a fist fight in real life, they can call the cops and press charges. Mm. A lot of the time, it doesn't happen. It doesn't make it when somebody does. He was like, "Well, you don't bring up like, well, this happens all the time. You, that's not a valid excuse to when Whatever. someone decides to be upset about it." Now, could he own WWE because Shane McMahon hit him in a wrestling ring when they're both just talking on microphones to yeah, a that's wrestling crowd? Like, you know, yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? That yeah. is. It's like when the it's Shield were boxing, invading WWE, if, but they played their theme music. If two you got to suspend guys belief. Meet each other right outside the ring before the bell rings and one of the boxing dudes punches the other boxing dude that's assault mm-hmm. it's happened before yeah so yeah so stephanie mcmahon hasn't been around since she got thrown through a table at wrestlemania because she's like everybody was sick of her assaulting everybody and they didn't sue seth rollins because he's the king slayer he slayed the king he got a new finisher anyway so let's go ahead and over. start finishing closing out the show uh, a lot of busy stuff now a lot of uh yeah. a lot of, a lot of stuff I'm so happy that Carmelsworth is not broken up. Yeah, I they, was so they, upset about that. They at teased first. at it. Yeah, and then they kissed, and then she slapped him. And it then Corey like Graves was like, "Oh, I'm so like instantly when I seen him kiss, I'm like, I wonder what she did to get punished." Yeah. <laughs> so. I really enjoyed SmackDown this week. I don't know why. I, I'm excited about next week. They got the May Young uh, finals on the network afterwards, but then they've got right. uh, three title matches. I'm still not excited about Jinder Mahal. As champion, I like him as champion, but he's not exciting as champion. I really liked Randy Orton versus Nakamura this week. I thought it was a lot better than Cena versus Nakamura. This was the first time since he's debuted that I felt like pointing and going like, that's Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, it's weird. That was a good match. Yeah, because... And then there's Randy Orton. Who's been just doing his job this year. What the hell? Yeah. Except maybe at WrestleMania and the the House of Horrors match. House of Horrors match was Match of the year. Match Match of the year, yeah. (laughs) Uh, obviously um so yeah uh go follow us on facebook twitter instagram um uh, you can email the show at somewhat nerdy radio at gmail.com we have a merch store we have cool shirts we have great t-shirts uh go buy some t-shirts uh we got a big boost in the numbers last week on our yeah? last podcast too so thank you for all the new people listening what was if that you're, for i don't know, I don't know just... <laughs> but if you haven't already Please, for the love of God, it's the most important thing you can do, other than listening to the podcast, obviously. It's go leave us a review on iTunes. They don't even need to listen. They just need to play it and then review it and just say that they listen to it. Yeah, that's, that's what my girlfriend, I'm pretty sure, is doing. Yeah, that's my I'm, my wife doesn't even do that. She's like, yeah, you talk about this thing, just that stuff She's that you already like, talked talk about. Wrestling. Yeah, good for narrowing it down. But go on iTunes, uh, leave us a five star review, uh, please. 
because we're the best wrestling podcast out there. We're the best wrestling podcast that isn't hosted by actual wrestlers. Yeah, I'll go with that. Okay, I'll go with that. I don't want to say that we're better than Chris Jericho. I really like Chris. Jericho. No, I really like Chris. I like Chris Jericho's podcast better than our podcast. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying is that I really like his podcast. So anyway, um, we have been your hosts. We'll be back next Friday as we release a podcast every Friday, unless we don't. That's right. Uh, we are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. And I'm Sam Jericho, and we'll see you next week. Bye.